You never want to put your kid in a hand sanitizer bubble because you have to let their immune system learn how to fight infection. So you actually want them to get these infections because it's a normal and healthy part of life. So what you actually want to do and what parents should be focused on is making sure their kids have a healthy and robust immune system so that these more minor infections like hand, foot, mouth, the common cold and croup, they can fight, fight them easily and quickly and have the shortest illness possible. This is Mom Squad Pod, your weekly update on tips, tricks, and all things parenting with Maureen Kyle. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us here on the Mom Squad Pod, where we talk all things parenting. And this time of year, I think one of the biggest concerns every parent has, not only just the COVID epidemic, but also the fact that kids are just getting regular colds. They're getting other illnesses. And I know if you're like me, you're wondering, How can I just boost my child's immunity and help them maybe prevent these these little illnesses um, and, and of course, then they become headaches for the entire family. So joining me today is Dr. Amy Edwards with University Hospital Rainbow Babies. Amy, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. So the colds, um, I know you mentioned even right before we started hand foot mouth, what kind of illnesses are you seeing pop up as we're getting into the fall season? So we're seeing hand, foot and mouth. As I mentioned, we definitely are seeing rhinovirus, which is the virus that causes the common cold. We're seeing what we call bronchiolitis, which um, is a disease similar to bronchitis, but it, it's in younger kids that's caused by RSV, human metanumovirus. Um, and then we're seeing a bit of croup. That's a parainfluenza virus. So, um, you know, just the whole cornucopia virus is going around right now. I, I, we always talk about how um, masking does help when we're talking about COVID. Uh, one of the questions that one of our producers had, her son just had hand, foot, mouth, and we were going, how, you know, they, our kids are wearing masks at schools most of the time, or at most schools are requiring masks. Um, how are they getting these colds and different illnesses if we're washing our hands and we have kids in masks and, and we are using hand sanitizer? What is your explanation for that? Because I think we're all just wondering like, gosh, we're being so careful. Well, I guess the main explanation is that we're not being as careful as we think we're being um, because these viruses are pretty pernicious. Um, A lot of these viruses have been with humans for many, many thousands of years. And so they're, they're much easier, more easily spread. Um, So one of the differences between COVID and many of these other viruses is you'll remember that COVID isn't from humans, right? It came from an animal and crossed over and viruses that cross over are easier to protect yourself from than viruses that have evolved with humans and are more used to us because those viruses are usually much, much more contagious um, and they're a little bit harder to block. Um, And so, you know, if you think about like hand, foot, and mouth and rhinovirus and even RSV, a lot of those are spread by touch more than they are spread by, um, by droplets. And so your mask isn't really protecting you. And sure, yeah, you wash your hands and you use hand sanitizer, 
but that's only going to be so effective. I mean, unless you're going to wash your hands like 30 or 40 times a day, which I most assuredly do not recommend. Um, these viruses are just, you know, they're honest and they're innocent. and they're very easy to spread. And there's not a lot you can do to block transmission um, because it's just, they're too easy to spread. Do our immune systems naturally help? Like if we're exposed, I'm just thinking of a daycare situation or even in my community, the high school had to cancel their football game because the teens had hand, foot, mouth. So I, I mean, I know we've been hearing about this and we've been seeing this. Um, do And then when we see this, like one kid will get it, but then how did one other kid not get it? Is it a matter of immunity or is it a matter of luck? Both, actually. Um, so we do know with hand, foot, and mouth. So hand, foot, and mouth is is actually caused by a virus called the Coxsackie virus, which is part of the enterovirus family. Um, and what happens with enteroviruses is that periodically a strain will come along that's just a little bit more aggressive than other strains. Um, why it had to choose this year to do that because we are seeing a lot more adults with hand, foot and mouth, a lot more teenagers with hand, foot and mouth this year than we had in years past. Um, some of that actually probably has to do with stress because stress actually um, naturally lowers your immune system. It decreases your, your natural uh, immune function. Um, and so the chronic stress that we're all under with the pandemic is probably contributing a little bit to us being a little bit more sick this year than we normally would be. Um, and then, you know, the viruses themselves every now and then they just kind of pack a little bit of a harder punch than they normally do. But yeah, so some of it is going to be luck. So, and some of it is going to be natural immunity. Maybe a couple of people were lucky and had hand, foot and mouth, you know, last year or the year before. So their immunity is a little more recent. Other people, especially if you think of teenagers or adults, maybe they haven't had hand, foot and mouth since they were kids. And so their immunity is a little bit less robust because it's from so long ago and and you know that together with the pandemic and the stress and maybe a slightly stronger strain this year all combined to mean that you know people are getting a little bit sicker what can families do to help boost immunity because i, I you know i, I want to make sure that my kids are so there are to help like stave these off rather than then fix it with medicine later well I wanna answer this question in two ways. And the first thing I wanna say is actually that you don't want to stave it off. And I know that sounds crazy, but you, it is actually a normal and healthy part of every child's life to get these infections periodically throughout their childhood because it need, their, their immune system needs to learn how to fight infections. And so you don't, you never want to put your kid in a hand sanitizer bubble because you have to let their immune system learn how to fight infection. So you actually want them to get these infections because it's a normal and healthy part of life. So what you actually want to do and what parents should be focused on is making sure their kids have a healthy and robust immune system so that these more minor infections like hand, foot, and mouth, the common cold and croup, they can fight fight them easily and quickly and have the shortest illness possible. Obviously more serious infections like polio and measles, you know, we prefer the vaccine because, uh, you know, if they're just more aggressive infections, 
But for these, you know, more minor illnesses, it, the focus really should be on optimizing immune health so that the kids can fight them easily and quickly. So how do we optimize immune health then? Is it, because I always heard, you know, drink your orange juice. Is it something like that? Like vitamins, orange juice, or is it trickier than that? It's, it is something like that, but it's a little bit more, I would say maybe holistic. Um, and so the, the number one thing that you can, there's, there's three steps that you need to take to optimize your immune health. The first is diet. Um, your immune system is a complicated system built of cells and proteins and enzymes and all sorts of things, but they work together using different pathways inside uh, your body. Um, but a lot of the, what we call coenzymes in some of these processes are vitamins and minerals that your body extracts from food. Um, and so if you think, I think everybody's heard the term like antioxidants and, and there's other, uh, you know, terms around some of these nutrients nowadays. Um, but the basic uh, information is that if your food is colorful, that color, so like the, the orange in uh, carrots is beta carotene. Uh, and the immune system uses that uh, as part of its immune fighting system. Um, the colors that are in berries, for instance, things like that, um, that is how your body gets the nutrition that it needs to have a robust and healthy immune system. So if your kid is a white bread, chicken nugget, mac and cheese kid, yes, they may be overall healthy, but their immune system is not functioning at its most like peak, op peak optimal function that it could be. Um, and so, you know, finding a way to introduce more fruits and vegetables into your kid's diet um, is going to be the way to boost immune function. Um, the second step is um, sleep. And this is a pretty neglected area of immune health. It's not something we normally think of, but believe it or not, a lot of the work your immune system does and a lot of the repair work that it does, it does at night while you're sleeping. Um, and so it's very important for all humans, not, not just kids, but all humans to get a good night's sleep because that, again, will help your immune system um, with its optimal functioning. Um, and then last but not least, believe it or not, exercise. People think about exercise for cardiac health. They think about exercise for muscle health, maybe weight loss or other things, but believe it or not, your immune system responds to exercise with a little boost of function. It functions better if you exercise. Um, and so it's the same advice that maybe a cardiologist would give for other reasons. And that is to eat right, to exercise and to get a good night's sleep. And that is how you can have optimal immune function. What about things like multivitamins? Or I have a friend who swears, you know, when, it, when she told me, I don't know, it was last year or two years ago, she goes, oh, well, I give my kids elderberry syrup every day. We haven't had a cold for two years. What about those type of things? Vitamins are are great. The problem is quality, right? So, um, you know, different vitamins are made by different companies and some are better quality than others. Um, 
there's also a limit to how much your body can extract of a, of a substance at any given time. So if you think of like vitamin C or vitamin D, there's a limit to how much your body can absorb in one sitting. Um, and so the vast majority of the vitamin that you take is actually excreted by the body because you're not able to absorb it. And so a much more efficient and cost-effective way to get vitamins into your body is to get it naturally from the food that you eat. Elderberry juice is fine because again, it's extract of elderberry, right? I mean, it, it's basically mashed up elderberry. And so, yes, you're getting those vitamins very naturally and, and elderberries um, are very antioxidant rich berry. Um, and so certainly that is fine. The only thing I would caution about focusing on just one product like elderberry juice is that you're missing the, the range of vitamins that you need from a variety of sources. And so what you should do is when you look at your plate, you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, it should be colorful. There should be oranges and blues and reds and greens um, because all those different colors represent different nutrients that different parts of your immune system use in different functionings. There's a myth that I have always wondered, and I wonder if you can help shed some light on this. Um, I am one of four kids and my youngest sister was the one who always had strep. And we all lived in the same house. We actually all shared a room at one point. I had um, my, me and my two sisters were in like bunk beds with the trundle. So she was breathing on us at all times. We never got strep. She would always get strep. Strep has gone around school. My kids didn't get strep, but my husband ended up with strep. Are there people who are more susceptible to things like strep or is that, that um, what did I hear where it's like, you're either a carrier or something is there any truth to any of that? And, it, and if so, is it strep that is just like that? So it's not just strep, it's actually all infections. So your immune system, our immune systems exist on a spectrum. There are people who have diagnosable immune deficiency. You could go to an immunologist and you could find out that you have um, you know, natural killer cell dysfunction, or you have T cell deficiency, or you have, you know, any number of diagnosable, significant, what we call primary immune deficiencies. But outside of that group, there's all of the rest of us whose immune system would quote unquote test normal. Um, but yet we're all very well aware that there are people that just get sick more often. If there's something going around, that person's always going to catch it. And the rest of us may or may not. Sometimes we'll catch it and sometimes we won't. And that is, that is very true. Our immune systems exist on a spectrum. Some people have more robust immune responses, don't get as sick as other people do. Now, some of that is going to be lifestyle, right? People who are healthier eaters, who have less processed food in their diet, who get a better night's sleep, who exercise regularly are going to be less likely to get sick. That is very true. People who have poorer diets, who eat more processed food, who don't have as many fruits and vegetables in their diet, who don't get good night's sleep, who, you know, aren't able to exercise regularly, they're more likely to get sick more often. So some of it is lifestyle and some of it is just inborn. Some people are just born with slightly more robust immune systems than others. And that's just their good luck. We're in the middle of, you know, a time where a, a stuffy nose or a um, slight cough, or maybe even just one day of fever, which maybe three or four years ago wouldn't 
send parents into a panic is now sending parents into a panic. What, for you, you know, you're seeing cases of COVID all the time. Um, is there any way to tell when to panic, when not to panic as we're going through this fall season and you know, a kid gets like a, a sniffly nose or maybe there's um, some sign of some sort of illness. Uh, are we just in panic mode or is there a way to tell a difference between COVID or something more serious and then just the common cold? A lot of times with those initial symptoms, the first 24 to 48 hours of symptoms, it's, it's almost impossible to tell what your kid might have. And I never advocate for panic because panic is not a very efficient way to deal with something. Um, what we need to do is take a deep breath and remind ourselves that yes, there are people who get very sick, but remember there's a lot of people who don't get very sick. And so you just take a deep breath, touch base with your doctor, let them know the symptoms, You know, stay home, get lots of rest. And remember, how do we fight infection? Rest, eat healthy foods, and, and you're naturally boosting your immune system to quickly get that infection under control. So um, for instance, so I'll just be very open. My child has hand, foot and mouth right now. So Coxsackie virus. Um, and what we do every day while she's sick is she has um, a smoothie. My, my daughter loves uh, like ice cream and cold things. Um, so I bought all sorts of frozen fruits, including like frozen raspberries, frozen strawberries, frozen blueberries, just very antioxidant rich food, um, together with maybe a little bit of orange juice, some yogurt, put that in a blender. And it makes this very sweet, yummy, cold ice creamy, like smoothie. Um, uh, and she just gobbles it up. Um, and that will help her, you know, get through this infection faster you know, than she otherwise would, because I'm helping her immune system, you know, have all the nutrition that it needs to fight. Plus a little, you know, uh, put a little peanut butter or something in for protein, because um, protein is a very important part of, of immune health. Um, and then she goes to bed, you know, half an hour to an hour early, we let her sleep in in the morning. Because again, sleep, very important for immune health. So there are things you can do at home to help your child get through their illness quicker and easier. Um, and the main thing is, with kids and illness, it's always about breathing and dehydration. Kids get dehydrated faster than adults do when they get sick. So you need to watch that they're not getting dehydrated. And because kids are littler and their lungs are littler, um, they can have a harder time breathing, even with mild respiratory viruses, especially those kids under 18 months or under a year. So you want to watch their breathing. And as long as the kid isn't having trouble breathing, as long as the kid is able to stay hydrated, then you're okay. Um, I know it's frustrating. I know we, you know, we hate taking time off work, but you know, that's, that's being a parent. Yeah. Dr. Amy Edwards, thank you so much for all of the time you've spent with us. This was very insightful. And I feel like it was, uh, the therapy I needed as we go through colon flu season. <laughs> Mine just had like one stuffy nostril the other day. And I was thinking, no, like everybody's going to think that she has COVID. Does she have COVID? Oh my gosh, what did I do wrong? And, and I know we're not doing anything wrong and it's just the season we're in, but it's also a very strange time that we're in where we're, we're just watching our health a little bit more, which I think is the good thing too. It is. It is. I, I hope if people come out of this a little bit more cognizant of what they can do 
you know, to keep themselves healthy, not just from COVID, but from everything. I think that will be a big victory for all of us. Absolutely. All right, Dr. Edwards, thanks so much. And thanks to all of you for listening to us on the Mom Squad Pod. We'll see you right back here next time. Thanks for listening to Mom Squad Pod with Maureen Kyle from WKYC Studios. Subscribe now so you never miss an update. And find more on everything you heard here on WKYC.com and on the WKYC app.